everyone. Welcome to Grab It Quick News, and I'm Jessica Grab It. First off, I want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to my podcast. It's been super fun to do these type of things for you. Um, and I also want to say thank you for listening to my bizarre news section. I thought that would have been fun because those are stories you never hear in the news. I mean, can you imagine? But with that being said, today's going to be a little different as far as this episode and maybe further out. I'm not sure. I have to decide. I've got some things in the works for you guys and I hope you like it. And I hope today you guys enjoy this episode. partners outside of the film industry and I always reply very honest I'm really upfront about my occupation and if I plan on being in a sexual situation with that person I am very honest and upfront about my sexual past so today's episode is going to be talking about discussing your sexual history without sounding like an asshole because it can happen so when I say that there's usually a collective gasp or weird faces followed by more questions one of those top questions being how how do you get away with it like it's like I'm getting away with something but in reality you're just being honest um, so this podcast is going to be dedicated to those of you who want to play safe with a certain sexual honesty that will allow you to get closer with your new partner or a partner that you are choosing to have unprotected sex with I hope this helps. All right, so first thing I want to say before anything goes down, you need to get tested. And I know this sounds cliche, but in the long run, your partner and you will appreciate taking that initiative and more people follow your lead when you do that. Even group people, like the people you talk your sexy talk with, you know, your homegirl, your homeboy, you tell them, yeah, I got tested. I made old girl, old boy get tested they're more likely to go, hmm, I need to do that too. So it's also a good idea to get tested because some STDs can lie dormant in your bloodstream. Trichomonas, chlamydia, you get the examples. So when to get tested is a big question as well. So we all say that the CDC is going to say get tested once a year. And that's awesome, but it's not realistic if you are sexually active you need to be getting tested probably within a three-month period so every three months and that's if you're having unprotected sex or unprotected oral sex and I know a lot of you oral sex yes oral sex can do that as well can carry germs and then you know if you slow down slow your months down as well so If there's something in your past, such as having unprotected sex with partners whose own history is very hazy, or you don't really know, or if you have, you know, a sexually transmitted disease like herpes, you need to share that news. You just need to. I, I know it sounds crazy that I'm having to say it, but please share your history with your partner 
because that can make it even better. And ladies, you need to share your history as well. If you've had PIDs, if you've had pelvic infections, if you've had trichomonas quite a lot or something like that, bacterial infections, you need to let him know that so he's not going down on you and coming back with HPV because it can happen. All right, so then the next question after all of this, how do you bring it up? So let's say you're on your third or fourth date, things are heating up. If you're not comfortable talking about it over dinner, then you go back to their place or you go to a little bar, have a glass of wine, or if you're not a drinker, do a midnight stroll. So if the two of you are really going to discuss your sexual past, you guys need to agree beforehand how it's going to go down. So make ground rules like, okay, you know, tonight I just want to talk about my last partner. And then, you know, if we decide to have this conversation again, I'll tell you about my other partners or however you want to do it. But it needs to be where you're not hit in the face with a softball of a question that you weren't ready for or that they weren't ready for. So, you know, an example, ask each other, you know, how much do you really want to know? Is this just the broad outline or do you need to know more information? No need to tell, you know, your part, them about every single lover, just really important things like the STDs within the last year or two, any intravenous drug use, inside and outside of the hospital this conversation is really important because it's going to reveal some things about you and what you're expecting outside of this relationship and it's also going to reveal who you are as a person because this is an intimate conversation this is something that you cannot disguise with money this is something you cannot disguise with cute conversation this is just the naked truth excuse the pun but it is so You need to remember, above all else, that these are consenting adults, so you have to be honest and, you know, be mature as well. So ladies, that nervous giggle, tone it down. Fellas, that, you know, little sneaky shade you got to throw at the pretty girl to get her to, you know, get the conversation together, not needed at this time. So if your relationship is new, then transparency is the key. If you are not going to be honest with your partner, regardless of this duration they are in your life, you are really not showing them who you are. Whether that's the varying truth or subtracting partners, adding partners, you're still not telling them the truth. So what happens if you told them you had a threesome? In reality, you haven't. And then y'all are getting it on and he opens curtain number one, curtain number two, somebody pops out. It happens. Or what if you told your partner you only wanted to have sex, you've only had sex with three women, and she meets number woman, number four, number five, number six, number seven, number eight, dun, dun, dun. So no matter why you tell these lies, even if it is to make you look good in their eyes, or even if it's just to like make the truth a little smoother it's only going to cause confusion and stress and then this person's going to have in the back of their mind why didn't they tell me the truth i I need the truth and you don't ever want to put anybody into that downward spiral of why didn't you tell me the truth so now you also have a possibility after you did this they don't want to have sex with you 
And that's really the key to this, is you being honest so people will see that you have transparency and they're going to want to have sex with you. They're going to open up with you. They're going to want to be honest with you. So you need to be honest about the essence of your sexual past, but not necessarily the details. That's what we've covered so far. Another thing to remember is do not get caught up on the numbers. Numbers are just that. They are numbers. They do not show experience. They do not show finesse. All it shows and it seems to do is to cause judgment from either one of you. So if you and your new partner, if the number is high or too low, it can cause the discussion to become more of a science project. So you need to test yourself. If you find that their number is significantly smaller than yours, how are you going to feel? What if it were way higher than yours? Be aware of what this discussion about you and your partner can reveal. What you ideally want to discuss is not the numbers, but what it means. So how do you feel about your own number? What might you do differently? What did you learn about yourself in all those years of that experience? So remember Some things are going to be left out and you can leave them out because men can get caught up on comparing themselves to your former lovers and women, you know, you can get caught up on the woman the man was sexually obsessed with. So men and women, you guys like to feel special and discussing the detail of how great, sexy, passionate your ex-lovers are, that is not going to help in this situation. It's going to put a damper on it. So just... Pump your brakes when you start talking about the exes. Just be cool. Be calm. So the fifth key point, and I can't believe I had to make this a key point, but don't brag. Just don't brag. You don't have to do it. You don't have to tell your lover that you had a great big sex fest with all your exes and that y'all had orgies and y'all would go do the Mile High Club and all that stuff. So a little advice I'm going to say is instead of pulling out old photos on your phone of your ex to show her how sexy they were which is always super creepy like why do you still have pictures of this bitch in your phone help me understand Jesus right about now but okay but that is a red flag as well so ladies stay woke if he still has a picture of his ex on any recent devices is a red flag and if you look like her Oh, honey, run. If you look like the ex, run. Regardless. Now, if you want to hit it, I wouldn't. But I'm just saying, you want to run. So, if they do this, you try simply telling them, you know, okay, great, but be nice about it. So, instead of all of this bragging, I just want you guys to simply tell them what you like in bed. That's it what works for you, what doesn't, and find ways to share what knocks your socks off without listing names or relationships. So you don't have to say, back in the day, me and blank used to, you know, blank, you can just say, back in the day, I used to enjoy blanking. So the last key point that I want to address is be really sensitive to everyone's feeling involved in this conversation or just a discussion. So, okay, 
they do say they want the truth the whole entire dirty sexy truth and you want to pull out your collection and show them but there's this little voice inside your head that says if you let them know every dirty little secret they will make you feel uncomfortable or just intimidated so this is your time to question them carefully about what they want to know so then you tell them what you think is best and what you're comfortable saying so then you try to determine whether they want to know all of this in order to please you or if it's just for their ego's sake so you know it could get weird so i also want to say your whole goal in this is to be classy mature delicate and diplomatic i'm going to say that again your whole goal with this conversation is to be classy mature delicate and diplomatic remember when it comes to talking about sex and sexual performance especially your own everybody is vulnerable okay so here are the tips numbered and i hope this helps you open the communication between you and your partners okay number one transparency is key be honest about everything not the numbers don't lie about your numbers be honest remember we keep in numbers out of the game just hey i have experience i don't have experience i have medium experience but we should never say numbers number two honesty is the best policy mostly so yes i do enjoy this but we should not be talking about the names of the exes we should not be giving detailed descriptions we should not be having photos in our phone we should not have photos in our phone (laughs) so number three don't get hung up on the numbers I'm going to keep saying that. Don't get hung up on the numbers. Number four, remember, some details can be left out. Please leave out some details, okay? For the cool guys, leave those details out. You're cool without the details. Mystery is hot to women. All right, number five, don't brag. I should make that number six, seven, and eight. Don't brag, okay? All right. Then I get number six. Set ground rules for the sharing conversation. Number seven, you want to be sensitive to everyone's feelings, both sides. All right. And then I want to go ahead and give a disclaimer, okay? Because it is the law that if you have contracted any STD, whether that's herpes, syphilis, HIV, AIDS, you have to give your partner's disclosure, full disclosure. With that being said, everybody, I want you guys to play safe. Remember, be good. Be good at it. This is Jessica Grabbit saying sayonara. Bye.